Hi, I'm Brandon. And I'm Megan. And we're on a journey to improve our marriage, our family, our faith, our fitness, well, just about everything. Along the way, we might accidentally give a tiny bit of solid advice, so join us as we chat each week. Welcome Welcome to to the the Fools in Love Podcast. Hey everyone, today we're excited to chat with Natasha Black. Natasha is a personal transformation coach typically to women who are intent on turning their big dreams into a reality and know that their personal growth is the critical component that will make that happen. She talks candidly about her own personal growth journey and shares what she has learned along the way, including the good, the bad, the ugly, and the beautiful. She provides transformational tools and 40-day courses with an emphasis on emotional self-care practices that will transform your life. Welcome, Natasha. Hey, hi. Thanks for having me. Oh, we're so excited to have you. Can't wait. Yay. Hey, Natasha. Welcome. So for those out there who are not familiar with what a personal transformation coach is, can you just tell us a little bit more about what you do and just give us a little bit of the backstory about how you ended up where you are right now? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So for me, personal transformation is all about making the very best out of yourself. I truly believe that we are born with the greatest gifts that we could have been given, but we don't know how to use them to our best advantage. And those two main things are our mind, basically our thoughts and our emotions. So if you are living and breathing, Brandon, which I think you are, then you will know that every (laughs) single day you have so many thoughts and so many emotions and those thoughts and emotions can either lift and light you up or they can destroy you and somewhere in between. And so for me, personal transformation is very much about getting to know yourself, getting to know yourself really intricately from you know, a, a behavior perspective, a habit perspective, but also getting to know your thought processes and getting to know the emotions that you are on a day-to-day basis, the emotions that are either serving you or not serving you. So personal transformation is very much about doing what I call the inner work. So really becoming a master of your your emotions, minding your mouth, because, you know, what comes out, you know, your thoughts can turn into words that come out of your mouth as well, which can either, you know, we all have said things that we've not wanted to say, um, and also about emotional empowerment. So for me, that's what personal transformation is about. It's about getting to know yourself. It's about using your greatest assets, your thoughts and your emotions in a way that is going to enable you to live a life you love, live your dreams, and just basically live a meaningful life. Love it. So I know you, <laughs> I know you must have a story. What's your story? Oh my goodness me. Yes. Don't we all have a story? Um, <laughs> I could be here for weeks talking about it. But <laughs> go back to 13 years ago. I was in a sales job that I absolutely hated. It's crazy because when you're in sales, you're only ever as good as your last sale. And it really doesn't matter how much commission you've earned for yourself or how much money you've made the company. If you were at the bottom of that leaderboard, then you are practically a nobody. And what I was finding in that sales job was that it was very male orientated as sales tends to be. Um, It was very competitive as sales tends to be. Um, But my heart just wasn't in it anymore anymore. 
And because my heart wasn't in it, I wasn't making the sales. Um, I wasn't, yeah, I always felt that I was a salesperson with integrity. You know, I never, I never thought I could sell something to someone if they didn't need it. And perhaps, you know, in a way that was a downfall, but it was also what made me extremely successful in sales. But I had, you know, really lost my, my motivation. It wasn't what I wanted to do anymore, but I had no idea what else I could do. I felt that I had no particular gifts or skills or talents that would lend itself to another career. At the same time, I would experience lots of, you know, physical illness, physical pain. I was having daily headaches. I just wasn't happy. My life was based around, you know, feeling these short, sharp highs and these long, deep lows. And 13 years ago, I just found myself in a place where, you know, I was 33 and I just didn't know what to do with my life. I didn't know what to do with myself. I didn't feel great about myself. The only thing that was going right was my boyfriend, who is my now husband. So he was going very right. <laughs> you know, being my husband. <laughs> but yeah, I just found myself in this place of just deep misery, not knowing what else I could do. And then my best friend bought me a book, which literally transformed my life on the spot. I learned that my life was in my hands, <laughs> strangely enough, but we often give our power away to other people, to certain situations, events, things, places. And I had been doing a lot of that. And it was through reading this book that it led me down a completely new path for me. My mindset had been shifted. I went from feeling like a victim or, or believing that I was a victim of circumstance to actually taking responsibility for my life, taking responsibility for the way that I felt, taking responsibility for the things that were showing up in my life. And from that point on, literally within six months, my life radically transformed. And I, I was doing a lot of what I call the inner work and, you know, emotional self-care practices, which I'm a really big advocate of. But literally in six months, my life radically transformed. It was like I'd just done a complete 180. And I woke up one morning and I felt like I had been reborn. And I don't use those words lightly. I literally felt like I had been reborn. And I knew from that moment that I got out of bed on that day, that all of the things that I had been doing for myself over those last six months, I had to share them with other people because I considered myself a go-getter, one of these people that doesn't rest on her laurels. You know, I go for what I want. I don't expect any handouts from other people. And I just felt, you know, there's going to be a lot of other people out there just like me who didn't know that they could transform not just the way they felt about themselves, but the way they felt about their life and transform their lives. And so that's how I got started. That's amazing, Natasha. I, I love hearing your story and I completely respect like you going back to the drawing board basically and, and putting in the work and seeing that you weren't actually in a place that you wanted to be. But like you said, you didn't just sit there and wallow and let your thoughts control what was going on. You actually changed your thoughts and changed your mindset and decided that it wasn't going to be that way anymore. And, and that's just amazing to me. I just, it, it was incredible here in your journey. Oh, thanks, Brendan. Thank Absolutely. You. So obviously, we all agree that personal growth is important. Yes. Uh, it's obviously what you've been doing for a long time, but let's jump on into it. And 
we personally feel that there's so many people out there who have dreams or goals, but they really have no clue if it's possible for them to ever achieve them. We actually recently did an episode and we talked about when other people don't support your dreams and mm. being able to still pursue them and make the choice to still, still pursue them. But today we're taking a step back and we're hoping you'll guide us through how we can even start the process. Because all that being said, are there foundational things that we must address within ourselves before we're ready to even take on these big goals? Yeah. I mean, you know, I think everything that we're doing on a day-to-day basis is goal orientated. It just doesn't always mean that the goals that we're going for service, you know, we, um, you know, and we, we get to choose every single day what we want for ourselves. I think for me personally, I really believe that every single one of us are on the planet for a reason. I believe that our life has a purpose. Every single person's life has a purpose and that everybody possesses inherent skills, gifts and talents that can equip them to live their dreams. But when I'm talking about dreams, it doesn't have to be big, elaborate dreams. It can simply be a dream to just spend more time in your garden or spending more time with your grandchildren or, you know, doing things that lift and light you up. For me, your dreams dreams are about you living a life that is in accordance with what you want for yourself. So these dreams, they don't have to be big, but they have to be what you want for you. Now, don't get me wrong, I have big dreams for myself. But I never had those dreams. I didn't believe that I had those dreams when I was a kid, for example, because there are some people that just have these, you know, natural gifts and talents that that they are aware of from a young age. You know, the you know, the kids that are always singing and dancing and, you know, have these kind of skills or even some people who gain these, you know, who realize they have these skills later on in life. They then have the dreams of becoming a dancer or a singer or whatever it might be. But for me, I didn't have those kind of dreams. I didn't feel that I was particularly born with any gifts, skills and talents. And I know that there's a lot of people out there who feel and think the same. And that's why I've I've said that everybody possesses inherent gifts, skills and talents that equip you, them, us to live a happy, successful and fulfilling life. And so I believe that there is actually a guiding force in each one of us that is constantly leading us to fulfill our purpose, but we just don't realize it. And so what happens is that challenges and blocks and problems and issues show up and we give up too quickly. We give up because we don't realize that actually by overcoming those things, that's going to lead us to our dreams and to our goals. And so for me as well, what what worked for me, I realize now, is that actually my dream was to be happy. And that is, you know, that's different to having like these big, what I call external goals. And so for a lot of people who don't know if they've got any dreams or for people who think that their dreams are too big, have those dreams, you know, that are far out there but just focus on how you want to feel because the more that you focus on how you want to feel and you start doing the things that make you feel that way, 
the closer you're going to get to those bigger dreams by living a joyful life and realizing that, you know, you are the light of the world. That is what is going to get you closer and closer to the bigger dreams. And also, if you don't know what your dreams are, by focusing on how you feel, how you want to feel, and doing more things that allow you to feel that way, you're going to get closer and closer and closer to living a life of meaning. And I think really that's what our dreams are about. In, in, you know, inherently, we want to live this life of meaning. But for some of us, we use our dreams as that vehicle to get us to living that life of meaning. Does that make sense? Oh my gosh. Everything you just said is 100% like, I'm like, oh yeah, oh yeah, keep going. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. I mean, you, I think you hit the nail on the head for sure. We all have these gifts and talents, which is a great reminder for the people that might be like, I mean, I'm going to speak for all of us here because you just said it. And I believe that Brandon feels the same way that just didn't really feel like they grew up with, you know, oh, I'm a singer or I'm an actress or whatever the case was. I didn't ever feel like that. I don't think Brandon ever felt like that. And we're still kind of, you know, in this place where we have to figure out as we go, who we really are and what we want to do because there wasn't, like you said, just this big overarching, this is what I am. We kind of have to trial and error it throughout our lifetime. Yeah. So yeah, yeah definitely understand what you're going, what you went through there. <laughs> and I wanted to ask you too, how does one just begin the journey? Like if you're starting at square one, are there any concrete steps to take to kind of get you from, you know, zero to one and then, and then continuing on from there? Yeah, you got to do the work. <laughs> you know, it, it's as simple as that. You know, if you want something out of yourself and you want something out of your life, then, then you know, the first concrete step is to do, you know, do the work towards that. Um, I have a, a formula that I share with my clients and, um, you know, it, it's a formula that I created for myself many years ago, probably about 11 years ago now. And it was, it's a formula that really helps me to see where I am on, on the path. So it's knowledge plus application equals results. And your results can be anything that you want to succeed at, you know, your dreams, your goals, whatever. But it, the, the results piece is, you know, obviously you've actually got to the point of getting the result. Now, the first things first, if you want to get a result in any area, you need to have the knowledge behind you to be able to apply that knowledge to get the results. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. Super. So the first place to look at is right. Okay. Do I have the knowledge that I need right now? And if you don't have the knowledge that you need right now, then obviously that is the first place to, to look at. So for example, when I first started working for myself 12 years ago, I'd never worked for myself before in that capacity. And I wanted to have more experience, obviously, you know, more experience of being um, a business owner. And I, I had no idea how I could gain lots of knowledge to, you know, to really build up my, really to build up my knowledge. So I actually started my own breakfast club for business owners because I wanted to be in that environment of being a business owner. So I could, you know, just really feel the energy of being with business owners. And so for me, having that knowledge of being with other business owners, getting to know them, getting to know what they were doing, that was really important for me. 
So if I didn't have that, then I would have found knowledge from, you know, from other places. But the key thing is that if I wanted to get results in my business, then I need to have knowledge and awareness of how to build a business. So we need, we need to think about these things when it comes to our dreams. So do we have the necessarily necessary knowledge for us to get to where we want to go? If you don't, then first of all, back yourself up with knowledge. And that's not to say that your biggest dream, that you have to know everything, but you've got to start, you've got to start somewhere, right? So then once you've got the knowledge, it's about applying that knowledge. If you're not applying it, then if you look at that more deeply, application equals decide, commit, be brave and bold and act. And this is the key piece of application. So first of all, you have to decide. So back to your, you asking me, what are the concrete steps? Deciding that you are going to fulfill your dreams is number one. You've just got to make the decision that that's what you're going to go for. Now, of course, you know, it can shift and change along the way and you can pivot along the way. You know, that's all great. But you've really got to make that decision that that's what you're going to go for. And you have to start preparing yourself to make that decision um, start coming to, you know, start coming to fruition. So that's the first piece. So you've got to decide. The second piece is commit you've got to commit to what it is that you're going for because if you don't commit to it then you're not going to prepare yourself you're not going to do the work that needs to be done everything's going to be half-hearted or less if you really want to achieve something then you have to have a wholehearted commitment to it so first you make the decision that this is what you're going for then you make the commitment and you start preparing yourself then you've got to be brave because let's face it, you know, so many fears and, you know, things are going to come up that are going to try and prevent you from, you know, prevent you from moving forward. So you've got to be brave. You've got to be bold. And for me, that is all about, you know, working with, you know, what I would consider, you know, a divine intelligence, the universe, God, source, spirit, what, you know, whatever you want to call it, a higher intelligence, but being bold to ask for what you want and realizing that you've got more support from the universe, whatever you want to call it. And then the fourth piece there is to act, to take action. So concretely, before you're even going to get anywhere, if you haven't made the decision to, you know, fulfill your dreams, or even worst case, you don't know what those dreams are, then you've, you know, you've got to start there. Well, what am I deciding that I want? What is it that I really want? And starting from that point and then going through the other steps. Right. Yeah. And, th- and I think that's, that's the most difficult thing. We, we talk about it a lot of times throughout this podcast and just in life when we're talking to other people, but it's making that decision that it's going to be different, that you're going to change. And you have to be realistic. Like you said, that when you get out there and you start making changes, there's going to be resistance. There's going to be difficult things that come up, but you got to lean into that discomfort because like you said earlier, that is what is actually growing you into the person that you want to be. You got to be willing to lean into that. And I believe that's one of the biggest obstacles is just getting out of your own way but I did want to ask you, like, what do you think the biggest obstacle is for people to overcome and to just make it possible to truly go out and achieve their goals? 
Oh gosh, you know, uh, yes, I, I'm, I'm just, I'm nodding my head with everything that you just said, Frank. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my goodness, you know, the, the most common things that are showing up for people that I speak to and people that I work with is not feeling good enough, mm. you know, second guessing yourself, feeling like a fraud, you know, comparing yourself to others, you know, that's huge. And I think, you know, most people have got this, you know, this not feeling good enough thing that, you know, that, that they need to work on. Um, fear, and that can be, you know, fear of, you know, being visible, fear of success, fear of failure, just, you know, just fear, overwhelm, you know, feeling like there is too much to do, not knowing what to do, not knowing what steps to take, feeling like you're never going to get there. And something that you alluded to at the beginning of the of the podcast is that you said about people not being supported. And I think that is such a big part for a lot of people because, you know, if you feel like you're constantly being taken down by the people closest to you, it can be really difficult to keep getting back up again. But yeah, they're, they're some of the obstacles that I think can get in people's way. Any advice on overcoming those obstacles? Yeah, I mean, for me, it's all of the work that I do is always about building this strong, solid inner foundation. So I look at it like a house. So I see the house as my dream life, as, you know, all the things that I want to create in my life, all the things that, you know, I want to do. So the house is what, you know, my dream life. And then underneath it are the foundations. And if there is, a, you know, if the foundation is too small for the house, if the foundation is too small for the building, for my dreams, then the dreams are just going to topple down. So what I said at the beginning of the call about having a mindset, you know, a, a really strong growth mindset and also, you know, really becoming emotionally aware and really having what I call an emotional self-care practice. This is, this is what I believe is our foundation. It's the inner work that has to go into supporting the dream. So first and foremost, if you look at fear and overwhelm and not being good enough, all of those things cause a physical feeling in the body. And because they cause a physical feeling in the body, they're what I would call what I class as emotions. And so if you keep having those emotions which are holding you back and dragging you down and keeping you stuck and preventing you from moving forward, you've got to have some way of working with those emotions so that they start supporting you and you start becoming emotionally empowered as opposed to emotionally drained. And so it's always about building that strong, solid, deep and wide inner foundation so that it's basically supports your dreams and having a good emotional self-care practice which I believe every single person on the planet should have <laughs> um, it will it, it you know it will move mountains for you gotcha yeah and I love a good analogy I love your uh, building on a strong foundation for your house thing that's that's good stuff I want to also ask you about timing. Is there such a thing as the perfect time to start chasing your dreams or going on the right path towards happiness? Listen, there is no time like the present. (laughs) (laughs) 
listen, the time is now, you know, what, what are we waiting for? What are you waiting for? You know, in one single second, you can make a decision that you are going to lead a happier, more joyful and successful life. And it is in making that good, solid, strong decision and having a why, a strong why behind it, that that, that will actually start leading you. You know, having that as your, you know, as your goal. And, you know, for me, every day I write down my goals and I've got some really big goals that I write down. I write down 10 goals and I write down my gratitudes. And each day what I'm finding is that I'm not actually having to make myself do anything towards those goals. I am just naturally gravitating towards taking the action steps to make it happen. So if I just give you an example, um, one of the things for me is that my physical exercise is, has always been up and down for, for years and years and years. And as much as I've wanted to have a regular exercise schedule, I start and I stop and I start and I stop. So in my journal, I've been writing, I am in accept, exceptional health. And I write that every day. I am in exceptional health. I am in exceptional health. And what that does is it's telling my brain that that's what I want. But not only is it telling my brain that that's what I want, it's telling me that I'm, I, I have exceptional health already. I am in exceptional health. And so my, my, my mind is then gravitating towards what is going to help me be in exceptional health. And I've just started a very different exercise program to what I would usually do. I'm doing it at home. It's 25 minutes every night. It's videos that I'm doing. Uh, DVD videos. What am I? What planet am I on? Videos. I mean, DVDs. <laughs> <laughs> Showing my age there. And so these DVDs, I'm doing them every day. But what is really like quite amazing to me is that I'm doing it on an evening now, I would never really do exercise on an evening out of my own free will. I put, my, I put my son to bed and I've been coming downstairs, getting my gym gear on and actually doing these exercises. Even my husband is high-fiving me because he's like, oh my gosh, look at you. But that is, you know, that is the power of writing down your goals. Now, if I hadn't have started writing those down on the day that I started writing them, I probably wouldn't be doing this exercise schedule that I've got in the way that is making me feel really great in myself and making me feel really fulfilled. So back to your question, is there, you know, has timing got anything to do with it? Yes. Start now. <laughs> write it down. How do you want to feel? You know, how do you want to feel? And write it down every single day as though that is how you are feeling you know, it doesn't matter what it is. I am feeling joyful, joyful. I'm feeling peaceful, whatever it is, just keep writing it down, focus on it, write it down, focus on it, write it down. And, you know, let that be your starting point. Amen to that. Yeah. It wasn't until I personally started doing that and starting each day with gratitude and writing down those goals. Like we follow, we follow along with uh, Rachel and Dave Hollis and they yes. always say, write, write down your goals yes. as if they've already happened. And that's exactly yes. what they're talking about. Yeah. Yes. And it's, it's yes. the power of the subconscious mind. And I've done a lot of study on that. But like you said, if you're putting down 
that that's what you are. You're putting down that you're a healthy person. You're putting down that you're a good husband or a good father or whatever it is. Like subconsciously, you're telling your mind that that's the person you are and you're going to move toward that. And it's just such a powerful thing. But until you put it into practice, you can't see its true power. So I would encourage anyone out there to take that on because it makes all the difference in the world. Yeah, it does. And high five to Rachel and Dave Hollis because I absolutely love them. They yes, are we do too. We do too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're they're amazing. Such a great couple. So inspiring. And yeah, and, and in actual fact, I took the um, the exceptional piece from Rachel. I heard her talking about her writing in her journal, and I was like, yes, I like that. I like that word exceptional. That's going in my journal. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, we want to talk a little bit about, we touched on it earlier where you said like you started to hang out with other business people when you wanted to like really get into business and get into entrepreneurship. And we want to talk a little bit about how to, how important it is to find like-minded people who are pursuing that personal growth and working toward big dreams. Like, is, is it important to find other people like you? Like we we're talking about the Hollises, we're talking with each other now. Is it important to find those other people to help encourage you along the way? Oh gosh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Because otherwise, if you don't have that support network around you, you can feel very on your own and very lonely. And, you know, there's gonna ha- you're going to have days where you're not feeling great, where things aren't quite working out, where, you know, things might not be going the way that you want them to do. Life happens, all that kind of stuff. And it's really important to have people around you that are, you know, in this, you know, in this with you that are going to be your cheerleaders. I'm very lucky that I've got a really supportive husband. He's also a business owner. We actually work in the same office, in the garden office. So it's really great, like you guys, that you've got each other. Because I think, oh, you know, there are so many people that don't have support from their partners. Mm. You know, we're extremely lucky. But yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, you need to find a group of people. And that, you know, if you're not meeting up with them um, face to face, because that's not always possible, you know, having people that you can speak to, you know, over Zoom, over Skype, whatever, it doesn't matter where they are in the world, but just having other people, like-minded people who get you, that you can talk to about this stuff really makes all the difference. Yeah, for sure. 100% agree. And as crazy as this is, our time is actually coming to an end. So while I've so enjoyed this, and I know Brandon has too, I wanted to just ask you, for any listeners who want to find out more about what you're doing, how can they find you? So if you want to have a really brilliant exercise, which I call own your mind, don't let your mind own you, that will really help you to clear away the negative internal chitter chatter that can be getting in your way, then hop on over to natashablack.net and you can um, subscribe to receive that exercise. I am on Instagram Natasha Louise Black, just pop Natasha Louise Black in. And I'm on Facebook, that's Natasha Black dot Soul Sanctuary. So that's Natasha Black dot Soul S O U L Sanctuary. Soul Sanctuary. Natasha, thank you so much for being here. We have enjoyed our time together and we know our audience is going to get so much out of this, just like we did as well. So thank you so much. And we hope to catch up with you again soon. Yeah, thanks, Megan. Thanks, Brandon. I've had a great time. Hey, thanks for tuning in to another show of Fools in Love podcast. 
If you like what you heard, please subscribe to our podcast or follow us over on Facebook at Fools and Love Podcast or hit us up on Instagram. Megan's at This Average Mom and I'm at Brandon Giggling. We'd love to hear from you over there. Talk soon.